Hello everyone, welcome back to Oneg Shabbat. This Shabbat will be talking about Parashat Itro. And I want to start from the beginning of the parasha, from Perak Yudchet, and we see the story of Itro before Matan Torah. Now there's a machloket between already the Tanaim and Masechet Zvachim and the Parshanim between the Ibn Ezra and between the Ramban, when exactly this story happens. But B'chol Mikre, whenever it happened, doesn't make a difference the fact that it's right before Matan Torah. And maybe this story of Itro coming doesn't only stand to itself, but also as a preparation towards Matan Torah. Not understand that part of how it's Matan Torah, we'll talk mostly about the second half of the parasha, starting from Pasuk Yud Gimel, Perek Yud Chet, Pasuk Yud Gimel, where Itro gives Moshe his etza. Itro comes and gives his idea that Moshe Rabbeinu should take, um, he is the only one who teaches the law, and he should start delegating, he should give it out to people underneath him. Sarei Alafim, Sarei Meot, Sarei Asarot, build the hierarchy of people who teach the Torah other than him. Now, first of all, before we get into the story of that, just ask if there's a connection between the first half of Itro's visit up until Pasuk Yud Gimel, and afterwards from Pasuk Yud Gimel, is there a connection between the first half of the story and the second half of the story, between Itro's visit and between Itro's idea? Now, it seems to be the connection is in Pasuk Yud Aleph, Yitro himself says, Which means, Yitro says, the reason he knows Hashem is Gadol Mikol Elohim is Whatever Mitzrayim did, that was what was brought upon them. Which means the Tzedek, the Midah Keneged Midah. It could be the Midah Keneged Midah maybe in Kriyat Yamsuf. The Mitzrayim who threw the children into the water, themselves were thrown into the water. But Yitro uh, is able to see the Makot Mitzrayim weren't just Hashem smiting it was Hashem punishing, Hashem educating so he sees the justice and the justice is what motivates him to come and the justice is what motivates him also in the second half of the story, that's as far as the connection between the first half and the second half once we talk about now the idea of Yitro, we'll ask what would Moshe Rabbein, what did Moshe Rabbein think about this, did he like this idea did he agree with it, some Parshanim have said obviously he did, because at the end of the story it says, in Pasuk Kavdalet, they if Moshe Rabbeinu does it, if Moshe Rabbeinu listens, Moshe Rabbeinu agreed. Moshe Rabbeinu thought this was a great idea. So now we have to ask the question, why did Moshe Rabbeinu not think about this himself? Some Parshanim have said, that Moshe Rabbeinu was so busy teaching he couldn't look at it from the outside sometimes we need someone to come from the outside to look at the wider picture we ourselves when we're busy we can only look at what we see in front of our eyes but sometimes we need someone from the outside Itro for instance to come and look from a broader picture but if you look at the Psukim I think it actually says that Moshe Rabbeinu looked at this idea while being a good idea Moshe Rabbeinu had problems with it and it wasn't easy for him to accept this idea how can I prove that? if you look at Pasuk Yutet Yitro says Ata Shema Bekoli now this phrase Shema Bekoli is a phrase we only find twice in the Torah we find it here and the first time we found it is in Parashat Toldot in Per Kafzain Pasuk Chet in the story of the Brachot with Yitzchak and Rivka and Yaakov so when Rivka realizes what Yitzchak is about to do Rivka tells Yaakov which means the only time we find listen to me is we find it when Rivka tells Yaakov to listen to her now from the story of Yaakov we can understand Rivka says listen to me because Yaakov does not want to listen to her Yaakov doesn't want to do this a few other proofs in the parasha as well there that Yaakov wasn't so fond of this idea and he did it just like because his mother told him to do so so here is well, when it says, Atash, the only reason he told him to say, listen to me, is if Moshe Rabbeinu had a problem with listening. Moshe Rabbeinu maybe 
wasn't so sure about this idea, and therefore Yitro has to tell him, listen to what I'm telling you. But why? Why would Moshe have a problem with what Yitro has to offer? It seems to be a great idea. It seems to be a practical solution. Moshe Rabbeinu himself listens in the end. So maybe what Moshe Rabbeinu is debating here is how Am Yisrael conceives the idea of Torah. What we see here is that Moshe Rabbeinu calls coming to himself ki in Pasuk Tetvav Bayomer Moshe Lechotno ki yavo elai ha'am lidrosh elokim This is an interesting thing I heard from Rav David Sabato. That lidrosh elokim, Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't see it only as they come for practical questions. They come lidrosh elokim. This is their way of communicating with God with the divine word by coming to me to ask questions. It's not just practical of me telling them what to do. It's not just an instruction manual. The Torah is more than that. When someone comes and asks a question of Torah, it's a way of connecting. It's a way of lidrosh elokim. So Moshe Rabbeinu, when he teaches Am Yisrael, he doesn't only tell them practically what to do. It's not just a manual. The Torah is something much, much more than that. The Torah has deep ideas behind it. The Torah has a whole way of life. So Moshe Rabbeinu sees these questions as an opportunity to teach lidrosh elokim to teach much more than that. And therefore Moshe Rabbeinu wants to have the connection with the people because he th- thinks that him, as a person who receives the Torah, can teach Am Yisrael the entire light of the Torah, not only the practical thing. If we make people who can answer the question, they'll be able to give the correct answer. Is the pot uh, trade or is it not trade? Can I do it in Shabbat or not? But will they be able to explain the idea of Shabbat? Will people understand the Lidrosh Elokim part or will they only see it as a manual? Moshe Rabbeinu is worried about that. But so he listens to Yitro because practically speaking the only way for Am Yisrael to teach Torah is if we'll have more people you won't be able to do it practically and practicality is important but the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't accept this so easily shows us a deep idea and a deep understanding of what Torah is and the Chazad tell us in Masechet Avot when you ask a rabbi a question it's not just a practical thing what do I do it's not just legal advice it's more than that it should be it should be a connection, it should be understanding the depth of Torah, it should be understanding the big story that we have here. And therefore, this story is a great preparation towards Matan Torah. We're about to see Eser Adibot. We're about to see many, many mitzvot in Parashat Mishpatim. And here on after in the Torah, the Torah will be mostly a book of laws. But don't see the book of laws just as when X do Y. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu feared. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu did not want to listen to Yitro. And he wanted to be the teacher who would teach it well. He couldn't do it on a practical level. But his hesitance is important for us to understand what the Torah is, to understand how to learn the Torah, to view the Torah and the Limud Torah, not as laws bilvad, but also Ki Yavo Elai Ha'am Lidrosh Elokim. Shabbat Shalom.